What's up everyone? This is Waterbar and you are listening to Waterbar Wednesdays. I am back at it again with me, myself, and I. If you haven't checked out the last uh, two episodes, I encourage you to check out the last two episodes because I was talking about my own journey about personal development, um, the start of my journey um, regarding um, certain aspects, as well as myself talking about the contributing factors um, to uh, my journey in um, growing in life and all that jazz. Now, this um, part right now, this is part three, and I just wanted to talk about, uh, what I really wanted to talk about here is what I have been learning about, not, not learning, sorry, what has shaped me, um, what lessons I have learned that have shaped me to become the person I am today. Now, this is something I could definitely go on for over 10 minutes, but uh, I'll try and keep to the time frame as much as I can. Um, so the, one of some of the biggest lessons that I have learned for myself um, is, number one, the first point for me, I would say, is that I... I'm responsible for my own failures and successes in life. Uh, this is something more and more, I think, as we grow older, as we mature, um, that we fully recognize um, the power of our decisions, the power of our choices, um, and the consequences at hand, uh, both positive and negative, that follow th- uh, when we follow through with those choices and decisions. Um, and I found that, you know, if I go through life blaming other people for my wrongdoings and failures, I would easily be stuck in a never-ending cycle. And in saying that, ultimately, I am responsible for who I am, my character, which is transmuted through what I do. Um, through my actions and my behavior, which turns into who others admire me to be, uh, admire me as, sorry, my reputation and status. Uh, this can easily be twisted, but that's another story for another time. But those are the things I've realized. Um, that's a really big thing I'm realizing more and more every day. And it's the power of my decisions, my choices, um, that I really am responsible for my own successes as well as my own failures. Um, the second point I want to make is that being myself means not pleasing everyone. And that highlighting not pleasing everyone because to authentically be yourself it truly, it takes courage to truly be yourself and speak your mind. And I've realized that I have to be prepared if I offend some people for being myself because I definitely will. And I'm finding more and more that those who don't matter mind and those who matter don't mind. 
when I look at myself back when I was in high school, I considered myself the quintessential nice guy. Um, sometimes I still see myself a little bit as that, but I'm learning to break through that and break through that, um, break through that identity that I created for myself. And the thing is, I saw myself as the nice guy who kisses up to people and does things to seek validation and approval from others. The nice guy that is insecure with myself and suppresses my true emotions and feelings and desires in any manner, even romantically. Now, that is also another story for another time. Now, in saying all these things, I really hate being just a nice guy because I was neutral, I was bland, I was boring. That's the way I perceived myself, that's the way I saw myself in this particular context as I didn't create polarization whatsoever. Now, this doesn't mean I should be rude and obnoxious and arrogance and self-absorbed but it does involve setting up boundaries and standing up for myself which I am definitely still on my journey with. We all need validation and approval but when it becomes something that defines your self-worth that's a dangerous place to be in and I know I've been there many 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 times but I know for me I found my worth in Jesus. And you definitely will, you know, if you've listened to the first episode, you can definitely hear it there. Uh, and I believe in making po a positive difference in this world through whatever abilities that he has bestowed upon me. The third point I want to make is I can't authentically love others if I don't allow myself to be loved. And if I don't love myself to whole to love wholeheartedly means being vulnerable and it isn't always easy to do because the reality is that you get hurt and that is just the reality learning however learning to love again after being brokenhearted is one of the hardest things to do but when you learn to do it and you do so maturely you grow like if I don't allow myself to be loved by God and those who truly care for me, I can't love others around me. And I'm not talking about superficial, surface level, conditional love that expects a return on my investment. But instead a genuine, deep, intimate love for people around me that gives without expectation even if and when others don't exchange that in return. You know, a love that is patient and kind. It does not envy. It isn't boastful. It isn't proud. It doesn't dishonor others. It isn't self-seeking. It isn't easily angered and doesn't keep a record of wrongs. A love that doesn't delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. A love that always protects trusts, hopes, and perseveres. If I don't love myself, 
how can I love others to the best of my personal capability? I'm not perfect at this, and I never will be, but it's a great goal of mine to strive towards as best I can. The fourth point I want to make is about rejection. Rejection is a part of life, and I've realized that and it hurts to be rejected by family, by friends, by a love interest, and I've definitely been there before. <laughs> I've come to realize that rejection is such a painful thing that uh, it stops people from becoming the best version of themselves they can be, you know, achieving achieving the goals they want to achieve, and even living their lives. Uh, if it wasn't for Jesus in my life, I wouldn't be half the man I am today. And I've still got a long way to go, and I'm always learning. But I've learned that no matter what we do in life, we will always face rejection to some degree. Facing rejection, here's a key point, facing rejection is facing yourself in some way. And it requires a holistic investment in yourself. Digging deep within and engaging in self-discovery. Now, I've been lonely, I've been sad, I've been depressed, anxious, and rejected. And I still feel, feel those emotions at times. Yet, such defining moments in a person's character is how they handle ugly realities of life. Now, I'm definitely going to go over time, but this is the last point I'm going to make, I promise. Um, discipline is a key element in living the life you want to live. Often... I find that people think discipline means restriction, which to some degree is true. But it also means having self-control and delaying gratif gratifying uh, immediate desires for a long-term desire and or goal. And there are certain temptations I've faced and addictions I've had that have negatively disrupted my life. Um, having struggled with pornography in the past and lust in other forms... I've seen how my relationships and my own well-being uh, has been affected as a result of living without discipline. The, the value of discipline extends beyond my past struggles and it applies to all areas of life. And I now see how discipline is not only good for achieving my goals, but also living a fulfilling life. That is what I wanted to share with you all. <laughs> I thought I was going to end glamorously, but um, you know what? I'm kind of awkward sometimes, so I'll just leave it in there. To all the listeners listening out there, thank you so much for hearing my story. This is Water Bar. You are listening to Water Bar Wednesdays. Stay tuned for the next episodes. And I will, well, you will hear from me then. <laughs> all right.